0: Welcome to the Biz and Tech Podcast. Today we have Samantha Sexton from the University of Florida, Director of Government Relations as our guest. First, the usual cybersecurity tips. This month, I saw with a client who will remain safely anonymous, the Notorious Gift Card Scheme, where someone on their staff is asked to send gift cards, scratch off the back, keep them in low denominations, It's shocking that people still fall for this kind of thing, but be on the lookout for that. Also, COVID schemes. They're coming in through text, through email, and even phone calls and door-to-door. In Miami, there was an instance where a healthcare worker, someone impersonating a healthcare worker, said, I'm here to give you your free test. Well, guess what? That service is currently not available from our government, so don't fall for it. Call the police. Be safe out there. And lastly, passwords. Keep your passwords safe because so many cyber events can be stopped right at the doorstep if you have a robust password. All right. That being said, are you ready for our opening joke?
1: Let's go for it.
0: What do you call an alligator detective?
1: Ooh, I would say litigator, but that would be on the back end of it all.
0: An investigator.
1: Ah, I like it, I like it.
0: It's so close, it's so close. Well, Samantha is an employee of the University of Florida, a University of Florida graduate, I happen to be a University of Florida graduate, as well as our production team, Josh, is from UF. So how about a big Go Gators to our audience? And uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Samantha. It's great to see you.
1: Absolutely. You too. Thank you so much for having me here. And uh, before we get too far, again, Go Gators. Super Absolutely. excited. Um, I think the, the stories and the times and the memories that we can walk down, hopefully together, um, this morning will be really fun.
0: Yeah. This show... The Byzantech podcast is all about commonality and what a better commonality than uh looking back and to present day at the University of Florida. And you'll notice from the shaking glass that we are being safe today with our covid protective casing provided by our production team. So thanks to Level Up Media. All right, diving in. Uh tell us a little bit about your uh work at the University of Florida and what you're up to.
1: No, thank you for that. Um, I joke with my staff quite often. One of our missions and responsibilities is really to protect and defend the university's reputation, but obviously um, the priorities, the things that will move us forward. And so I guess in a sense, we're kind of superheroes, legislative superheroes. Um, So if you ever find an orange and blue cape, please let me know. Um, I have have
0: one for sure. (laughs)
1: It's good Um, game day attire. Right. So our our main responsibility is to move the needle forward. Right now, we're on a path to become a top five university. Um, we're accelerating towards that. Um, we believe the return on investment, not only for the state, in the nation, in the world, it's incredible. I think it's something that we can't even imagine right now, so it's quite hard to artic- articulate, um, but that's, that's what I do.
0: Awesome. Uh, as far as the process goes, and in our state, and with UF involved, what's your favorite part about working in the process?
1: It's definitely evolved. I think working alongside of some really true servant leaders, visionaries, strategic minds, the folks that come to the table with the solutions. Um, you don't see that everywhere. And I think that gets lost sometimes in the Hollywood films or the conversations around politics and government, especially um, in times of unrest or fear or an easement, I guess. Um, But knowing every single day that the people that I'm surrounded by and the people that I interact with to move the University of Florida forward, they are truly there to do good. Um, I think we have all been in a situation where we've tried to do good. We tried to do our best. And maybe we failed. But I think knowing that you are well-intentioned the entire time and they are too, that's the beauty in it. We can talk about how did we miss that that opportunity, that step, how do we not get all the way to the finish line? Um, so really the good nature
0: of the process. Awesome. Now, uh, this is a loaded question. Um, Great. <laughs> so what are you hearing? Any rumors on uh, classrooms opening in the fall, uh, online learning? I talked to an FSU professor yesterday. He said off the books, so an anonymous name here, uh, maybe a 50-50 hybrid is what people are looking at bringing to the tables. What are you hearing?
1: Well, so our president has already boldly acknowledged and stated that we will follow the governors, but also board of governors, their recommendation to open up campus. So we have delayed the start of fall classes by a week. So we will be welcome. That's official? That's official. That's out there. Okay. Um, We will be opening our doors to our students for classes on August 31st. um, So they get a little extra summertime. Um, Hopefully they'll make good use of it. But yeah, we will be... we will be open, but it will be up to the students and families of how they engage. But we do expect, and just like yourself, you know, as Gators, we have a great time in Gainesville. There's a lot of exciting things going on in campus. There's student organizations. Um, there's things you don't want to miss out on, and so it's figuring out how do we do that safely and smart um, in a very measured approach. So that's what we're taking this summer to do is figure out and really communicate those plans.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I told uh, my crew that uh, we have season tickets together and tailgate together. I was like, regardless what the university does, regardless what the United States does, I'm going to our tailgate spot Yes, at a bare minimum. And we have a lake house rented for game one. So game on. Looking forward to it. Let's do it. Uh, So casual question. Favorite UF moment? Doesn't have to be sports related. Doesn't have to be career related. Uh, Big question. But uh, what you got?
1: I can't say one, which I know is not the answer you want, but I started... A list of
0: 25 with two subparts? For each easily, one. yes.
1: Um, so my time at the university was spent under the back-to-back national championship. So I came in right after the first basketball one. I was there for, you know, Chris League, Tebow, all the big, the big years. So that alone is kind of its own athletic bus- bucket, right? Oh, yeah. Um, there are only, yes, tens of thousands of students, but... We were there. We experienced it. I remember standing um, in the swamp because you didn't sit it during those years. Mm-hmm. Um, in the North Unton zone when we played Auburn, I have never heard the swamp as quiet as it was that day. That was my freshman year. Um, but that will be something that forever sticks with me. And aside from that, because, you know, athletics, they're important. They're memorable they're exciting it's not everything that we do as gators um, dance marathon i participated as a dancer for four years continued on in grad school as a family relations captain and it's something that i'm still passionate and supportive of so really applaud the history and tradition of what that organization has not only become but will continue to be for families
0: awesome great answers yes i refer to the the meyer era as golden era too Um, I was there for golden era one, uh, the spur years, 92 to 97. I had the bonus senior year to really fine tune my studies, um, that extra year, but, um, what a great time, both eras to be at the university of Florida and to experience, um, the success in academics as well as the massive success with athletics. Uh, so sub question to that question. Um, and then we'll get on to our work with big brothers, big sisters, um, Favorite bar in Gainesville?
1: Swamp, hands down. I mean, if you've been to Swamp, you know, or if you've been to Gainesville, you know where the Swamp is. And if you've been to Gainesville and not have been to the Swamp, you've kind of missed your time, right? Yes. Um, the true tradition, what we know as the Swamp Restaurant, um, will no longer be. But I I could bet, and I would bet if you asked me to, um, we'll all be back on the front lawn, regardless of what that front lawn looks like. Yeah. So.
0: I can't imagine it not being packed. And the best time, like a basketball game before or after, when you can actually have the place to yourself a little bit. Yes, those are those moments are really special. Yeah, I was there for the '95 uh, uh, national championship game, which we did not win. I watched it there, so I did sell that ticket to not watch us in person get beat by Nebraska. But what a fun time to be amongst Gators in Gator Nation, the heart of Gator Nation, and win or lose, you know, undoubtedly we're it together. Yes. So you and I met. Um, in the community, serving Big Brothers, Big Sisters, a wonderful organization here, not just in our community, but around the state and around the nation, Mm -hmm. helping youth in our community and our communities. So what inspired you to get involved with that organization? Tell us a little bit what that looks like.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. So I'm in Tallahassee in the fall of 2012. Um, I was still doing a lot of campaigns, working around the election. Obviously, it was a big presidential year, so I was traveling a lot, and I think once I really came back to Tallahassee, I wanted to get involved. Um, Mentorship, it was important for me as, you know, a young girl, but also it was something that really, honestly, probably the University of Florida, aside from my parents, um, instilled in me, and so that was one thing, looking around the community, where could I give back in a meaningful way? I knew it needed to be Flexible and on my own time because again I was still traveling with work um, and Big Brothers Big Sisters not only the mission but the way that we can engage as volunteers really caught my attention Um, so I approached the CEO at a time at that time he was a Gator so we would spend Saturdays whether it was at a local game watching party or you know during the middle of the week texting about what was going on in the Gator Nation and so it was an easy way to just say hey tell me more and how can I get involved
0: awesome and you were a big yourself thank you for your service there what yes. kind of activities did you in your big engagement what were what was a favorite or a favorite two? not to you know pin you into one yes
1: um and so my first match I was matched with her for three years and then she moved to south Florida so that match just you know naturally had to come to an end and then my second match was for another year and a half so I've had very different experiences um one of the most recent ones last summer um My little and I, at the time, we wanted to really explore new things. So sushi was on the list, making homemade pizza. Some of the things that I wouldn't think that would be new, um, but they were new to her. And they were super, super fun, but we went kayaking. Awesome. She was petrified, though, but it was so cool to see her evolve from a very timid and scared and uncomfortable girl in that situation to saying when can we come back hey can we go over to that shore can i get out and go walk around let's go see if we can see more alligators at the time um that was of interest to her and then secondly i took my first little to a florida florida state softball game it was my first time going to the softball stadium, which is awesome. If you haven't been, definitely check it out. Some really cool, um, not only free opportunities for families and local folks, but just great experience all around. Um, but you, what a
0: great program. Yes. I've been watching some reruns on SEC Network. Uh, they're pushing softball hard right now. And those games, the past, gosh, 10 years, amazing success.
1: Absolutely. And it's awesome to see, um, you know, young women out there that weren't too much older or different than her to be able to connect the dots and say hey you know you're running track you're playing basketball have you thought about softball like here are just some options for you but also she had never although growing up in Tallahassee she didn't know what Florida State University was so having that conversation and talking to her about it but I think the first mistake I made was I showed up to her door with a Florida State t-shirt because I thought that's what she'd want to wear and that was the first time she told me she was a Florida Gator and I just kind of had to chuckle to myself and
0: it all went from there exactly <laughs> never so assume
1: we had a great time cheering on the Gators that day
0: awesome uh well thank you for your service again to Big Brothers Big Sisters one of the cool things about that organization the mentorship the one-on-one interaction the community enhancement but you know from a corporate angle I don't know if a lot of our audience Puts together some of the fundraisers that we do. We have a bowl event, mm-hmm. which uh, our production team Matt has been uh, been to. Uh, when I raise an idea at Aegis and say, "Hey, who wants to go out with me to the treehouse event, or to the car wash, or to McClay to play La- whatever it is?" Right. You get one or two hands. When I suggested and brought the idea to the table, "Who wants to go bowling?" Every hand at the table went up. And uh, to be able to do that corporately, mm-hmm. team building—you know, lame term, but. That's what it is. It's team building. And uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters pro- provides that to our corporate community. And um, it's awesome. So check it out if you need an activity in the fall. Hopefully in October we'll be bowling. We will see.
1: Yes, absolutely. It'll be a fun time. And we're to the point where, you know, we're maxed out, right? Because yeah. it is that type of event. Everybody wants to attend and participate. So once the announcement goes out, don't wait to sign up.
0: Yeah, and I'm seeing you out there every event past We've been there. five years now. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so, okay, new question. Who do you think is the most amazing person on the planet?
1: So it's funny that you asked that, because I was having a similar conversation with somebody um, just recently, and I kind of asked, you know, where's Kid President? That was, you know, what, 2012, 2013, Soul Pancake. Um, I love their work just as, you know, the creative department and a lot of the stuff that I guess the producer or the, you know, the inventor of it, Brad, puts out. But I think in today's time we need more kid presidents, you know, let's, let's get that all out there. But to me, that's just an all around good person and somebody that we can all look to, but also remind ourselves and ask, Hey, how can we do more, be better and kind of sometimes think like a kid, which is really important and challenging at times.
0: Awesome. So if you were going to make a, um, a dream beverage with a dream dinner, what would that look like? Time and time or money, or not barriers just wide open
1: that's well, hard because i don't think a big bold glass of cab staff would go with tacos or pizza which are my two favorite <laughs> <laughs> but that would probably be what i'd want um which is kind of been the COVID diet mm-hmm. um with a lot more walking um, a little less wine but yeah uh which actually i've just kind of really started Traveling outside of the United States, didn't have time when I was in college. Um, I focused on leadership, which I now, I thank myself for it, but also somewhat regret that I didn't study abroad. Um, But when I went to Greece last year, I figured the wine would be plentiful, and I'd love it, and finding wine in another country, especially when you're very particular and familiar with one, it became a challenge. So that was was a new experience for me.
0: Yeah, we were in Greece a couple years ago, and they had one white wine on the boat. I enjoy red wines yeah. mainly, but, uh, we went with this one white and it was, it was fantastic. And we drank all of the wine on the boat. They ran out by That's the true. seventh day. So that, and to that end, um, you know, during this time, it's been a weird spring. Um, but the people that collect our recycling bin, I have to feel sorry for it <laughs> because it clanks and weighs more than it ever has. So I look forward to a little exercise, uh, this summer and fall and we'll take it from there. Yeah. So. On an average day, pre-health crisis, what's your, um, what's your nine to five look like? Or is nine to five a silly, silly term?
1: I would appreciate a nine to five, but a nine to five does not live or exist in our world. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think that goes back to why I appreciate the people that I work with, because they truly are tireless. They're doing it because they believe in the work, right? And so I'm a morning person. Some people love it. Some people don't. The people that don't are the ones that receive emails at 435, 530. Um, I try not to text before 7, but those people, if you're high on my list, you're probably going to get one before 630. Sorry. Um, And so it starts early. You're consuming the news. You're following up. But also the work that you have to get done during any day, which is maybe communicating what the vision is, what your priorities are, or um, highlighting a student or researcher's success. You know, that's all important daytime activities. But in the evening, it's following up on some of those administrative tasks that you don't have time for or building the relationships, which are super important because our profession and our work really comes down to not only relationships, but the way we're seen and respected. Um, if we are trustworthy because we've been able to portray both sides of any argument, that's super important, but it takes time. and It's hard to do. It is. So there's a balance that you have to strike and I know I always don't but I strive for it.
0: Yes, I've heard of this work balance thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Um, Awesome. So, going back, we talked about your favorite bar in Gainesville and mine. I think I... Agreed with you on Swamp with a Salty Dog and Lillian's thrown in there. I
1: don't know how I forgot about Salty Dog. (laughs) It's an
0: acquired taste. It is a smoky, tiny bar, but it's also lovely. The ambience is tremendous. It's off the scale.
1: And we're going to be missing that one, too.
0: Sadly. Yes. yes, I've heard this. Purple Porpoise also gone. (sighs) Anywho. So, um, let's see. Going forward. Favorite bar in Tallahassee to go along with favorite bar in Gainesville. Because, you know, we have to be balanced and show both sides here. Of
1: course. Of course. Um, I think the Junior League of Tallahassee, which I'm currently serving as the president of, we have taken over Table 23. We joke that it's our second meeting location. We're just across the street from them. Um, great happy hour.
0: Yeah, my friend Mandy uh, from high school owns that establishment, and they do a fantastic job. Get out there and check them out. Table yes. 23.
1: So that's you know a go to, but also sometimes more um, business centered. Mm-hmm. And when I have my Saturday and it's sunny, we're we're going to proof. That's it. Yeah.
0: Good call. Easy one. And the international flair, favorite bar in the world. You mentioned traveling overseas. You have a favorite uh, overseas watering hole?
1: I don't, but I would say like you, I was um, I was stuck on a boat for about eight, nine days. So the boat became the bar. Um, but really any place that has sun and a beach, drop me off. I'm happy.
0: When I wrote the question down, I thought of Rick's in uh, Jamaica. I've only been once, but it really stuck to in my head so we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna throw that out there i like it all right as we close today uh favorite part about tallahassee living in north florida or our state in general
1: i would say specifically about tallahassee i grew up in melbourne so in the space coast right along the beach i appreciate the fact that we're not on the beach because especially in north florida it's a different type of beach um but being close enough to drive over to seaside pop down um, to our coast whether you're kayaking or on a paddleboard Love that. Um, And I've always questioned and have not been able to fully understand why people, when they come to Tallahassee, they complain about the food sting. I love it. I think it has a super strong local backbone. um, And I really hope after, you know, post-COVID or can we even say post-COVID, will it ever end? Um, But when we can really resume that new normal or go back to the way we used to operate, um, I sure as heck hope a lot of those businesses will still be in operation because to me that's so much of what makes Tallahassee awesome.
0: So you said Space Coast did you watch the launch on Saturday?
1: I did and I actually received a number of texts because um, I've shared my stories of you know my house would rumble my mom worked for Florida Today so you know just the news coverage of it um, we would whether we're at the launch site or somewhere along the beach we'd always watch it and the last shuttle that went up. I was back home I can't remember which year it was but um, I was managing all of our lifeguards at the time and so we shut down the pool and we had the opportunity to you know talk to some of the younger lifeguards who really hadn't known the shuttle program as much as you know myself and some of our contemporaries but I think it's awesome and I'm so excited to see Kennedy Space Center doing more now
0: yeah I talked to NASA actually yesterday Catherine from their PR department on a new column I'm working for uh, working on for FloridaPolitics.com I talked to my editor Phil uh, yesterday it's going to be cool nice. it's going to highlight that launch and um, as we close today uh, prayers for our astronauts uh, at the International Space Station right now and prayers for all Americans to be treated fairly and um, equally going forward. And prayers to everyone in the United States. Let's get through this health crisis together. God bless you. Thank you, Samantha, for coming on today. Any closing thoughts?
1: No, thanks for having me and go Gators.
0: Go Gators. We'll see you next time. We're going to welcome Katie from WCTV and Monique from Second Harvest coming up. So we'll see you next time. Biz and Tech podcast out. I'm Blake Dowling from Agents Business Technologies. Have a great day.